Like me, are you hypothyroid, have Hashimoto's, peri or postmenopause, or I've had COVID? Often I find my clients feel a little embarrassed to be talking about hair loss because there are more important issues going on in our society today. But hair loss is a very important health issue that I take very seriously. Why? Because technically you do not need hair, skin, and nails to live, but you sure need heart, lungs, kidney, thyroid, so the body, in its infinite wisdom, thinking it is serving you, converts energy and nutrients from hair, skin, and nails to glands and organs with the goal of promoting optimal health. We get the inflammation and alarm state down and the hair, skin, nails returns to homeostasis or balance. I just took a complex system and described it in very simplistic terms. but. First, let's take a look at a few reasons you may experience hair loss. The first one is alopecia, which is an autoimmune disease that can cause hair loss in round patches on the head and other parts of the body. It may also you know, cause complete hair loss. Alopecia is related to thyroid issues like Hashimoto's. Alopecia can be managed and put into remission. Other autoimmune diseases such as lupus and untreated celiac disease may also lead to hair loss. A third reason could be high testosterone. Have you been told you have PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, or even high testosterone levels could be playing a role in hair loss due to PCOS? Why might testosterone be high? Well, one answer could be this insulin resistance or an imbalance of estrogen and progesterone or even high cortisol may be at play. We can test all of these variables and not guess. Fluctuating hormones during menopause and perimenopause may lead to hair loss as well. So dropping estrogen and progesterone might mean slower hair growth and of course thinning hair. Another culprit could be that your thyroid hormone production might be more like a dribble than a steady stream. Insufficient amounts of active thyroid hormone T3 means there's a bit of rationing for your body's processes. Non-essentials like hair growth gets cut. When a hair falls out, instead of a new hair growing in its place, you end up with thinning. Hair loss can occur from your eyebrows as well as from on top of your former crowning glory. I've been there and I fight that. So I know what you're talking about, thyroid sisters. It's not just hair loss either. Some additional ways that low thyroid affects your hair is dryness, brittleness, breaking, decreased hair, regrowth as we spoke before. Sigh, thanks a lot hypothyroidism. If you're on a T4 only thyroid medication for hypothyroid, switching to a natural desiccated formula might be your ticket to hair regrowth. Similarly, too much thyroid hormone is bad for your hair. If your thyroid replacement medication was recently increased or you switch brands of thyroid medications, Hair thinning may be a sign you've reached a hyperthyroid state. The amount of thyroid hormone in your body directly affects how your hair follicles work. We can find the sweet spot between too much and not enough. We need to find the Goldilocks amount so your Rapunzel <laughs> dreams are not just a fairy tale. What about unpleasant side effects of medications that you read about on Dr. Google? 
that are used to reverse thyroid hair loss. Well, when you ask Dr. Google what to do about your disappearing hair, you may get advice for topical treatments like Rogaine. However, even as Americans spend $3.5 billion a year on hair loss products, it is reported that 99% of these don't work. Plus, the long-term effects of oh, Rogaine-type products containing hair treatments are unknown. So the natural approach is what I want to talk with you about today. Uh, the natural approach to hair loss is to support the body, bringing back sex hormones, cortisol, neurotransmitters, all back into balance. Let's chat about these 10 science-backed redemity well, the remedy and tools to put thyroid hair loss into remission and give your hair all the tools needed to do its job. First, let's look at evening primrose as a remedy for thyroid hair loss. This North American wildflower, evening primrose, contains essential fatty acids needed for hair growth. According to a 2012 double-blind placebo-controlled trial, participants supplementing with evening primrose experienced increased eyebrow growth lash growth, and overall hair growth in three to six months. Evening primrose is high in omega-6, so be mindful of your overall omega-3s to omega-6 ratios. The studies were done on evening primrose, but I like fish oils as well in hair regrowth. Evening primrose is great, and the studies were mostly done on that, but boy, there's phenomenal uh, success with omega fish oils in this case. Why? Because it decreases inflammation. Okay, the other big thing that I want to talk about is biotin. I know when we look up or talk about hair growth, biotin always comes up. Biotin, also known as B7, can help with hair growth after thyroid hair loss. There was a 2017 review of biotin that looked at 18 case reports and clinical trials using this vitamin and found biotin to bring fair favorable results for hair and nail growth. However, be cautious when using biotin. This is really important. Write this down. You need alpha-lipoic acid as well. The two work in conjunction to act on the mitochondria for effectiveness. Also, be aware that egg whites compete with receptor sites for biotin. Biotin is manufactured naturally in the digestive tract. So getting your gut health in order is also beneficial. I really like Designs for Health B Supreme, which contains biotin along with folate, which beneficial for those with the MTHFR gene anomaly who cannot properly metabolize synthetic folic acid. And here's a food tip. Maybe skip the egg white only omelet and monitor, you know, monitor intake of biotin with alpha lipoic acid to get the most out of your biotin supplement. Okay, a third remedy that's been highly studied is green tea. So another remedy for thyroid hair loss, which is packed with polyphenols and is perfect for sipping, is green tea. It's full of antioxidants, which decreases free radicals. Also very important, it inhibits DHT, the testosterone metabol metabolite that causes hair loss in men and women. The rich polyphenols in green tea have been studied for hair growth. Here's a food tip. To get the most bang for your buck, be sure to pour boiling water over your green tea bag, not just hot water. Then let it sit for 10 minutes. This ensures a greater number of polyphenols are present in your cup. All right, number four. 
Do you know your iron levels? Uh, specifically look at the storage form of iron called ferritin. If you don't have enough storage of iron, you'll have problems circulating oxygen around your system. Reach out to my office for references for the studies I mentioned, but a study showed that those with hair loss had 40% less oxygen than those without hair loss. So with normal ranges of iron and ferritin levels, you also want green leafy vegetables and meat. A natural iron supplement from plants or a liquid iron supplement is preferred. It's easier to digest and won't make you constipated. And here's another food tip. Adding foods rich in vitamin C such as strawberries and broccoli may help you absorb more of the dietary iron you consume. Also, thyroid hair loss may be reversed using lysine. Lysine is an essential amino acid that gives hair its shape and form. Studies looked at using lysine and other nutrients to promote hair growth in menopausal women. Lysine helps increase calcium absorption. Also, it's great for skin. Lysine taken with vitamin C has been studied for improved skin appearance with less wrinkles. Here's another food tip. The more we can get from food, great. And we try that first and foremost, but sometimes we have to supplement. But natural sources of lysine include fish, turkey, nuts, and other meats. Uh, arginine, another remedy worth considering when looking to grow hair back is arginine. Arginine is a precursor to nitric oxide. It increases energy level and blood vessels. Consuming arginine may encourage new hair growth. So another food tip is arginine is really high in nuts, but be aware, too much can create fever, blisters, cold sores, and herpes. Good news, if this happens, the antidote is lysine. On number seven on our list, saw palmetto. Saw palmetto inhibits, here again, the conversion of testosterone to DHT. This herb has been studied as an alternative to hair loss treatment drugs like minoxidil, which may cause burning, allergic reactions, and decrease libido. Okay, then number eight. MSM is a sulfur compound. While not well studied for hair growth, it is mentioned all the time in literature for a remedy for hair loss, maintaining proper keratin levels in hair, skin, and nails. MSM is present in onions and garlic. However, a deficiency of sulfur in the soil may affect the amount present in foods. Try the supplement quercetin as well, which is high in garlic and onions. Number nine, is our mineral zinc. Studies have found zinc to promote hair growth. Also, it supports immune system functioning. The 23rd most abundant element in the earth, zinc, helps with taste and smell as well. So there's a lot of joke about oysters are high in zinc and may give your libido a boost too. It's kind of a common joke, but it's also been studied and the zinc boosts the immune system and then in turn boost one's desire. And number 10, stinging nettles. Uh, lastly, stinging nettles may promote hair growth by inhibiting this DHT concept, that mechanism again. Nettles are rich in antioxidants, including polyphenols. This Chinese herb is known for the various ways it combats inflammation. And try a cup of stinging nettles in tea. An anti-inflammatory diet full of healthy fats like organic avocados, raw nuts, wild-caught salmon, 
and low inflammatory gluten-free grains with quality protein can serve your body well. A diet that supports stable blood sugar with lower glycemic food can aid in thyroid conversion, hair health as well. So another key to hair growth is stress management. We hear about this all the time. But do you feel tension in your neck, throbbing in your temples? Find ways to release the stress each day. We have to. Stress means rising cortisol levels, which can also contribute to hair loss. What lowers your stress levels? Find that out. Perhaps it's meditation or prayer, practicing your faith, a few minutes of belly breathing. Maybe it's a walk around the neighborhood, a cup of chamomile tea, or watching a comedy, being around people you love and that love you. It doesn't have to be a big thing, but it has to be implemented. While you may not believe that you are what you eat, actually, you are what you absorb to a very large degree, but even more important, you are what you think. Your brain responds to what you believe. Take a moment to evaluate your thought patterns as you stand in front of the mirror, brush in hand, instead of a panic cascade of, oh, I'm falling apart. Shift focus to remind yourself of all the ways you're supporting your body and be kind to yourself. Reversing thyroid hair loss takes time. On average, it takes six to nine months for hair growth to come back. Hair growth is usually the last thing to return when you're getting your body back in balance. But take heart. Over time, you should be able to see baby hairs coming back bit by bit. So don't pull out any more precious hair, <laughs> excuse the pun, trying to figure out solutions to your thyroid issues on your own. You know, set up a complimentary clarity call chat with me let's roll up our sleeves and get to the root cause of these mysterious symptoms for good so until next time stay in your god pod and be well